Welcome, everyone, to our Sports Medicine Weekly podcast. My name is Steve Cashel, about to bring on our guest, Karen Malkin. But first, what if the best way to treat your pain is to start with physical therapy? The same athletical therapists who work with world-class athletes and professional dancers can transform your pain before it progresses to something worse. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. It all starts with Athletico. Our guest is Karen Mulkin from Karen Mulkin Health Consulting. Karen is a board-certified integrative health coach and eating psychology expert, one of our great experts here on Sports Medicine Weekly. And Karen, thanks so much for joining us once again on Sports Medicine Weekly. It is my pleasure because you are so good for all of our listeners. Today we're going to talk about inflammation and uh anti-inflammatory diets. So let's start with that, Karen. I hope you're doing well on this day. But first of all, can you define for us what is inflammation? Good morning, Steve. Yes. Um, It's great to be with you again. So inflammation is your body's response to injury, you know, and that could be from trauma, which is what Dr. Cole often sees. Or it can be from environmental chemicals and toxins or pathogens causing disease. So there's there's two types of inflammation. So there's the there's acute inflammation and there's chronic inflammation. And acute inflammation is a um, is a rapid onset. It's short duration. You know you 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 hit your arm, you break your leg. It could last minutes, hours. It's wounds that would that will heal. And, um, and ways to fight like an infection, right? So it's amazing how when you cut your finger, your finger starts to heal, you know, uh, fairly immediately. And that's, that's our body's response to this acute inflammation. But then the chronic inflammation, you don't always feel that, right? And so, you know, the, um, the external inflammation is like you can feel, but that internal inflammation, the chronic inflammation, you know, that could also be known as a silent killer. You don't always feel that. And it's characterized by more of a slow, low-grade, long inflammation that could last, you know, could last for months or years. And that's a common pathway in, in aging and in, in chronic disease states. And so those causes of chronic inflammation are like, you know, infections, parasites, fungi, exposure to industrial chemicals, um, oxidative stress, stress, like autoimmune diseases, guts. Our dental, um, our oral microbes, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, you know, osteoarthritis is an autoimmune condition that, that is infl- inflammatory, um, you know, depression, cancer, lung disease, uh, Alzheimer's disease, and other dementias. That, those are all pathways of, of chronic inflammation. Yeah, it sounds painful. I mean, uh, it's scary, but let's <laughs> let's take it then to what you do and what you suggest. Again, visiting with Karen Mulkin, um, anti-inflammatory anti-inflammatory diets. Is there such a thing? Absolutely. You know, and so what I do is lifestyle coaching, and I consult people around their diet, their exercise, their sleep, their relationships their spirituality, their stress, your resiliency, um, environmental health, environmental chemicals is, is a big one these days, especially because I'm starting to see more and more clients with um, dementia and uh, 
Alzheimer's disease. I'm also a, a brain health coach with Dr. Gail Bredesen. So, so your diet is really important, and it really uh, it all starts with what's on your fork. And so, most importantly, you know, as we all know, we got to cut back on sugar, right? Um, reduce our saturated fat intake and ditch trans fat. So, we really want to get rid of processed seed oils and vegetable oils because those are higher in what they call uh, pro-inflammatory fats, and those are your omega-6s. You know, we get so many omega-6s in our diet, we don't need to add more, right? You go to a restaurant, and they're they're cooking your food in some type of oil that's not olive oil. It's likely uh, pro-inflammatory omega-6 fats. And then um, you want to increase your foods that are rich in polyphenols, and those foods would be blueberries, apples, Brussels sprouts, uh, the cruciferous vegetables, which are cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower. And then you want to increase your fiber and your prebiotic and your probiotic-rich foods. And your prebiotic-rich foods are basically food for your probiotics. They feed the probiotics. And so your gut health is, you know, um, contributes to inflammation, right? And so you want to really add in more fiber, so um, fish oil and omega-3s are associated with lowering your inflammatory markers. So we want to add in wild seafood, wild fish, or take a fish oil supplement. Um, then there's the micronutrients, adding in, making sure you have healthy levels of magnesium. It's one of the minerals that we're most deficient in. Uh, make sure you have a healthy level of vitamin D. You should get your vitamin D checked. And if you're low, definitely recommend you supplement. Make sure you have healthy levels of zinc, especially now during this pandemic, to help promote, um, support your immune system. And then we've got the microbes, you know, so that's, we talked about the, um, the pre and probiotics, uh, adding in more fermented foods, and if you need to supplement some, some uh, glutamine. So diet's big. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Visiting with Karen Mulkin, board-certified integrative health coach and eating psychology expert from Karen Mulkin Health Consulting. I'm Steve Cashel, and it's Sports Medicine Weekly, our podcast. Karen, it's almost sounding like you can fight inflammation then with proper eating, correct? Yes, you can reduce inflammation. And you and I have talked about this because you've done several of my programs. And, you know, it's not about it's not about perfection. This isn't about oh, I can never eat my favorite piece of cake again. This is about cutting back on sugars. It's about reducing inflammation. It's about calming inflammation. Think about inflammation as like fire. It's hot. Like we got to calm it. This isn't about a perfect lifestyle, but it's about adding in more leafy greens, vegetables, fiber, cutting back on your sugar. You know, because what happens is it changes your cravings. And then when you start to change your cravings, it starts to inspire you maybe to increase some of your HIIT training on your workouts. And, um, you know, it's, it's really about a, an, an anti-inflammatory lifestyle. So, yes, it does start with the food, but then, you know, we have to talk about your stress and your sleep and, and how you're living your life. I think uh, one of the things you bring up, um, you know, as I mentioned, you can start it with food, but then the sleep, stress, relationships, spirituality, um, talk a little bit about that. I mean, is there a, a, a standard that you suggest for sleep? I, I'm a big sleeper, Karen. I mean, I, I like to get my eight, nine hours a night and that's just the way I've been kind of all my life. I'm not a, you know, if I, if I'm six hours, it's not a good day for me. So I, I build yeah. that in and 
I try to sleep, but I uh, I get I get good sleep and I sleep well. But have you? I'm sure you've dealt with your people that you see uh, and your patients, so to speak, uh, with with sleep problems, um, sleep apnea and the like. But just kind of uh, making sure that they I mean, the importance of sleep. Can you touch on that? Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, pat yourself on the back because you are greatly reducing your inflammation with your eight hours of sleep a night. You know, research is showing less than six hours a night is going to impair your glucose metabolism, which is going to, you know, affect your sleep hormones, ghrelin and leptin. Those are your hunger and satiety hormones. And so sometimes you might notice, you probably don't because you're getting the eight hours of sleep. But if, if someone has like not getting enough sleep, we tend to crave more sugar, more carbs, more carbs because we're craving more energy. And, and so less than six hours of sleep is going to impair your glucose metabolism. You're going to also have a 48% higher risk of um, heart, heart attack. Those are the studies that are showing. Wow. It increases your risk of both prostate and breast cancer. Um, it increases your risk of uh, Alzheimer's disease and other dementias and stroke. It increases the stress response and increases your blood pressure so sleep is really, really important, and it's, it's, it's getting a lot more attention now, which I'm thrilled about. Um, I wear this little device, and, and I've, I've, there's no connection with Aura, but it's O-U-R-A, and it's a ring. And it's my sleep coach, because personally, this is what I've been working on for myself, and I'm proud to say that I got eight and a half hours of sleep last night. But nice. it gives me my, um, my, my REM sleep, which is my um, mental and cognitive recovery and it gives you my deep sleep which is the physical recovery so all the athletes that you're working with it's really really important that they're getting enough deep sleep for the physical recovery and that's in the first four or five hours of your night and so it starts at about 10 p.m and usually we're done around 2 a.m so if you're getting to bed at midnight one o'clock you're probably losing a lot of deep sleep and so i it's it's really inspires me around my sleep. It also gives me my my heart rate and my heart rate variability uh, throughout the day, and then my um, resting heart rate. It also gives me my body temperature. So you could see, especially during this pandemic, if your body temperature starts to rise, you might know that you you might be getting some type of an infection. So it's time to back off. You could ju- you could also measure your athletic workouts around um, how you're sleeping and when might be a better rest day versus uh, a day that you can really increase the intensity. So, so sleep really has a, has a huge impact on our, our inflammation. Now, so Karen, this is a, a ring that you wear and then you receive data from it? Yes. It's O-U-R-A-Ring.com. It's from Finland. You've probably wow. heard of the Whoop band. A lot of the athletic teams are, are experimenting now with Aura and Whoop. W-H-O-O-P. I prefer the ring, but they're both very similar. That's interesting. What about stress, Karen? That's something that is kind of deep inside of us. Um, You know, I mean, at my age now, I'm trying to stay as uh, (laughs) stress-free as possible. You know, there's, there's, when you're in sales and things, it's stressful. Let's face it. I I remember I, I, uh, I was talking with one gentleman because I don't care what you're selling. When you're in sales, sales are hard, you know. And uh, but but stress goes beyond that, you know. And and with relationships, money, um, lives are stressful. COVID right now, you know, and and people worried and worried about their families and their their uh, elders, you know, and and their their loved ones. 
Um, what do you do with, with people when they say, boy, how can I help reduce stress? Is it, is it a, it's not a food thing, it's something in your mind, but um, what does Karen Malkin do? Well, I started meditating, you know, really, really trying to be um, consistent in the meditative practice, but your breath is something that's with you all the time. And even five deep breaths can sort of help your body get out of that stress response. Because, you know, we were living now like in a day in and day out, low grade inflammatory stress response with, like you said, this pandemic, with our worries, with financial concerns, with our own health, with the inability to see our kids um, and, and parents, you know, and, and really just how we're living our life right now. The immune system is impacted by the stress response because it increases oxidative stress and causes this, this long-term low-grade inflammation. And when the stress response is triggered, your central nervous system inhibits systems such as, like, digestion. So you're not digesting your food well when you're in a stress response. It inhibits growth. It also inhibits reproduction. And so, you know, you find young people that are trying to conceive these days and having a lot of difficulty. And I, I tend to um, I encourage them to really consider reducing their stress when they're trying to to have babies, these young couples. And, and then the release of the stress hormone, like, it occurs within seconds, right? So when you start to have a thought, and, and stress can be any real or imagined, you know, threat to your body. You could really imagine something happening or could really be happening. Your body's going to elicit that stress response in the same way. It doesn't know. So you're going to respond within seconds. It's going to affect potentially your cognition. I mean... Steve, have you ever been so stressed that you can't think straight? You know, you're oh, just yeah. like, Some, I, I yeah, got to, right? got to settle down. Well, my heart beats fast, and, you know, you yeah. just you got to say, let's just breathe and, and, and try to relax here because, you know what, nothing is <laughs> nothing is that important. It can't be handled, right? Well, yeah, and so, so breathing, you know, when you leave, I don't know if you've ever done yoga, but they have this at the end of yoga. It's called Shavasana. You know, when I leave a yoga class and I'm feeling calm and centered, I feel like I can handle anything. Like you can, you know, throw me any stress now. I can handle it because I can think clearly. When you're when you're in the parasympathetic uh, state, with your stress response is down, your cognition goes up, your IQ goes up. So before a test with your kids, students, like do the deep breathing, like really help get your body in a state where you can function well. Um, and so cognition goes up. You know, we, when we have a stress response, we start to feel fear and anger. Sometimes you start sweating. It impacts your um, endocrine system. It impacts your, your thyroid health, your gut health, your GI tract. Your, like you said, your heart rate starts beating, right? So now you've got your cardiorespiratory system that's being impacted. It affects your metabolism. And, and so your immune system is, is highly <laughs> correlated to stress. And so how you know, what can we do because the stress is there, right? And so breathing, finding time to at least eat your lunch. When you have your meals, try to eat your meals, not in front of the news, not in front of a computer, but mindfully where you can take sips of air while you're eating and just kind of decompress a few times throughout the day. I mean, we're not Buddha. We cannot live in a, in a parasympathetic state all day long, um, and it might not be that healthy necessarily. You need you need some cortisol to get up in the morning. You need cortisol to get get those workouts. These athletes that you're working with, they they need to spike that cortisol to 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 do to perform. 
but they also need to get it back down again. So we have to regulate it. It's all about homeostasis and balance. So I'd say, you know, start with the breath. If you can do some yoga, that would be great. If you could do some meditation, there's amazing meditation apps out there. Even five minutes meditation, even like, you know, 10 breaths, five times a day throughout the day, just sit down, breathe and, and just really do what you can. You know, the best way to de-stress is uh, the methods are the ones that you'll actually do. You know, Tai Chi is great. Qigong. Um, don't know that people are going to get out, go out there right now and, and do these modalities. But, you know, finding something that would resonate with you that could help you de-stress, I, it would be really, really helpful. Yeah, almost like a workout. Start small. I said, just get in the gym. Do 15 minutes the first day. Do 10 minutes. Just get there. Right. And then, uh, you know, you will build on that, and you'll feel like, you know, I can go back there the next day and uh, do a little more. Again, we're visiting with Karen Mulkin, board-certified integrative health coach and eating psychology expert. KarenMulkin.com is Karen's website, Karen Mulkin Health Consulting. Uh, one more part of that, Karen, environmental chemicals. What don't our listeners know about that? Oh, that's a big one. Um, as you know, I serve on the board of the Environmental Working Group, and um, there are, and it's a great resource for your listeners, ewg.org. They have a tap water database where you can key in your zip code and learn all the contaminants in your water, and they also provide a list of filters that can filter out those contaminants. And so knowing what's in your water, and we have plenty of environmental chemicals in our water that increase inflammation and cause these age-related um, diseases um, and neurological conditions and cancer. So, I mean, EWG is, is an important resource. I have reverse osmosis at my kitchen sink, and I have a whole house filtration system. So there's many environmental chemicals in our water, and this is something that we can, we can do something about So our water quality. And then there's the chemicals that we use to clean. You know, I use baking soda and vinegar. Um, I like to use essential oils. I ditch all my fragrances because what the fragrances often and perfumes have um, affect your endocrine system. So that's your thyroid and your hormones. So, you know, using um, products that are free of fragrance would be a great upgrade. So, so, and then there's the, then there's the chemicals that are in these sprays now because of COVID. You know, we're spraying down surfaces and, and airs with all these toxic chemicals to kill the virus, which we need to do. But we're also inhaling these chemicals, right? So you ingest, you can ingest these chemicals through, through eating and drinking. You can inhale them through your nose. You can um, touch them and you're, getting, you're putting them on your skin. So any way that we can do and these small steps that we can take to help reduce our toxic load. I, I wrote a 14 day program called toxin takedown. And I give you one small change you can make each day to help reduce your environmental chemical load. And there's simple changes. Like we talked about, right? right? Getting in the gym for 15 minutes. It's, it's manageable. I don't mean to overwhelm people, but it really is important to consider the environmental exposure that you have um, in your body. So, um, you know, your body is uh, naturally detoxified substances, but not all of us can detoxify at the same rate. Some of us are slower than others. I'm one of them who detoxifies slowly. And so there's, there's a lot we can do. And that's kind of what I do with my clients. You know, I, I help give you one small baby step changes you can make. And then you notice 
after a month, wow, I'm living a completely different life. I'm eating differently. I'm breathing differently. I'm drinking, you know, higher quality water. And yes, I still go and enjoy the things that, that I want to have, but I'm, I'm overall like the 80, 20 rule. Oh, that's great stuff. And uh, again, it just, I think it's being aware when you bring up aerosol sprays, I'm even, even thinking about, you know, I've changed what I put on my underarm deodorant, you know, and, and trying to keep uh, some of the, the, uh, you know, there's more natural things you can use now, and I'm aware of that. Um, so I, it just, I think it's being aware when you bring up these things because people just are used to living the way they've lived since the, you know, 50s, 60s or whatever, and yeah. the way their parents did, and then the all of a sudden uh, these companies are making all these chemicals, and they're not good for you. So, you know, you make people aware, and I think that's that's really important. Um, Karen, uh, before we let you go, um, we always talk about your Karen Malkin Protein Brownie Bar and Superfood Bars, best-tasting bars in the market, certified gluten-free, paleo, no added sugar. Karen's Protein Brownie Bar Superfood Bars available on Amazon and at KarenMalkin.com. I always tell, you know, my sons, you know, they, they love those protein bars. They're big athletes. But um, uh, as soon as they tasted your, your brownie bars and your superfood bars, um, uh, they enjoyed them. And, and, you know, so all of a sudden what you buy from the local, you know, grocery store or the Target out there thinking that they're, you know, a little bit better than candy bars. Um, can you touch on that and, and what should we, we should be looking for? Because a lot of people are living on these, you know, cliff bars and, and protein bars they buy from, uh, from the store. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I've got a couple of sports teams actually buying the protein brownie bars. It's, it's made with whey protein, sweetened with dates. It's got cocoa powder um, and chunks of cacao chips. So the chocolate chips have no sugar. It's 100% cacao. And um, they're just absolutely delicious. It's got some coconut oil in there and it's made with almond butter. And they're just so delicious. And then my, my new superfood bars are coming out soon. And those are vegan, and those are made with cashew butter and has hemp seed, chia seed, flax seed, cacao nibs. It's got some spinach and kale. It's got some microgreens in there. So they're two different tasting bars, um, but they're both very, very delicious. Excellent. Well, great job, Karen. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, uh, Karen's got a great website, Karen Malkin, M-A-L-K-I-N.com, Karen Malkin Health Consulting. Uh, wellness guides where you can sign up for her free bi-monthly newsletter and uh, get a copy of her wellness guide. Uh, it's a personal path to wellness. And don't forget the Super Poof are the protein brownie bars and uh, also the 14-day transformation. So KarenMalkin.com. And Karen, uh, great stuff as always. Thanks so much for, for lending your expertise. Um, and you're always a popular person here on Sports Medicine Weekly, so we thank you for that. Thank you. That's Karen Malkin, board-certified integrative health coach and eating psychology expert from Karen Malkin Health Consulting. And before we say goodbye, I want to thank one of our other partners, JRF, who, JRF Ortho, they partner with orthopedic surgeons to improve the quality of life of patients by enabling them to have an active life through the generous gift of cartilage and ligament transplantation. Please go to a, their website, jrfortho.org, to learn more and sign up or be a tissue donor at donatelife.net. That'll do it for this Sports Medicine Weekly podcast. Many thanks to our producer, Shane Reardon. 
and we'll talk with you again next time. thanks everybody.